Welcome to Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons epic fantasy adventure. My name is Alex and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. On the Great Isle, it is a time of religious wars, imperial domination, and an ancient evil reborn. Only one crew can save the world from utter destruction. They are... Magrain Silverbeard, Paladin of St. Delegis. Zalara Tremez, Wandering Elven Monk. Magnar Skorgrim, Goliath Sorcerer. Hibernate, the fire-kindled, wandering flameosopher. Alright, who wants to tell us what happened last episode? Okay, so Ilda was, uh, I guess she went to the Grove of the Red Leaf, which is where Zalara is from, possibly? Is that that's kind my of. understanding? She, yes. Sort of, she's from near there. Okay, yeah. and then Zalara had a flashback of seeing the heart tree of the goddess, where one day she climbed up to that heart and looked at it, and she was at peace, and it was the happiest time of her life. Um, and then a hooded man jumped out and killed Ilda, and then we fought a couple assassins for breaking Mar Madame Granite's uh, deal uh, for, for Margrain. <laughs> so uh, we fought them. Um, um, so a couple bowmen, a the one who killed Ilda, and then the wizard. The wizard got away, and the two bowmen. Six. There were six bowmen, weren't there? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh my god. How did I not count that right? Okay. There were a bunch of bowmen, <laughs> a wizard, and the one who killed Ilda, and uh, the one who killed Ilda died, right? I got that one right? Yes. Yes. By the wizard of that party. Yeah. Um, then after they ran away, we rushed Ilda to the Peregrine Church. Yep. And they wanted a <laughs> donation of 650 gold to revive her, which somehow we actually had. And then, um, oh, because Ilda had some money on her. <laughs> uh, and then Magnar realized that if they're going after Margraine for breaking the, the pact, that they might be going after Vodhava and Ilva as well. So Magnar and Zalara ran back. Um, everything was okay. And then Magnar had a discussion with Vodhava and uh, agreed to stay with them and not go on the adventures. Side note, would I have gotten enough time to fully regain everything during that conversation? <laughs> um, Just in case. You could have done a short rest while you were taking a bath. Okay. <laughs> Unless you were going to meditate for four hours in the bath. <laughs> I sure could. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that I, I guess we can uh, forgive you the, the flaws in your memory there, Ben, because it was an emotional ending for yeah. Magnar. And somehow unexpected, even though I guess I should have expected it, but... I, it was unexpected from over here. Um, <laughs> so we will pick up in the Temple of St. Peregrine. Um, Margraine, Hibonite, you guys are standing there with Margraine's two brothers and sister. And um, they let the door open and you do see Ildi come out. Her eyes are kind of sunken in. She looks exhausted. Mm. The two of you know exactly how she feels. <laughs> and... She comes out and sees everyone, smiles. There's a big um, silver beard family hug. After well, they do. You, after you guys hug, she pulls Mar you aside, Margraine, and says, "What happened? I was talking uh, with your elf friend, and I, I don't you I remember were, much. You were stabbed. Uh, that I made a deal with somebody a while back and wasn't able to uphold my end of it. Um, not that I didn't try, but just you know, things happen." And, um, in retribution for that, um, I guess, I guess they tried to kill you. Um, 
if it makes you feel better, you know, um, at least Hibonite and I here, we've been through it too. Uh, it's it's getting surprisingly normal these days for us. So I, I don't know if that makes me more distant or, or closer to the situation, but I'll, I, I made sure you were okay. And yeah. Yeah, but it was interesting. Did you, did you see him? See who? Did you see anything yes. on the other side? Yes, I... When I got to the other side, first I saw nothing, and then it was like flying down this flaming tunnel, and there were there was writing everywhere. And then I stopped and was at this grove, and I saw it was the most beautiful green world, and suddenly I was a part of it. It was every living piece of it, and I felt so whole and so happy. It was like I was a piece of Shamhara. I've never been happier, and I don't, I don't know how to f thank you. She just kind of walks ahead of you. Uh, I'm going to put my hand on her shoulder to stop her from going. Uh, I I get that you're you're conflicted about this. Um, every day since, well, yeah, pretty much every day since we've come back, I've questioned whether or not it was better if I just died. So many bad things have happened since then. Half of them to do with us, half of them out of our control, I'd say, you know? But I think you can... I, I think by by living and trying to find that again, you might have a better life than ever. Uh, I don't know if that helps. Uh, I don't talk to it about to anybody about that. But I just want you to know that you know there's there's I I, I know what you're feeling at least even a little bit. She smiles weakly at you and says, "Something to think about." I'm so tired though. Yes, you go rest up. Go on. Go. Okay. So, yeah. what are you doing? Are you going back with her? Or in Hibonite, what are you doing? Are you going to... Uh, I'm just sticking with Margaret, keeping an eye on her. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with her. Okay. Or with them. She... I don't know what happens to other places, so... Yeah. Sure. You guys make your way back, and, uh, you know, obviously it's a... The Silverbeards are a tight family, so everybody's watching her as much as possible. Um, they've even closed up shop for the day, which Abernathy has granted. Back in the uh, house of Bjorn, it's Lara, you come down after your bath, feeling wonderful. <sighs> um, they've supplied a, a nice wardrobe for you to choose from as well. So, um, I picked the purple dress this time. Very nice. <laughs> um, you come down and you see Magnar speaking with Fadhava. She, he's holding uh, Ilva. And you can tell there's some tension in the room. Um, Vodhava looks up and says, Oh, Zalara, you look so much better. How are you feeling? Oh, that bath did me wonders. You're, this indoor plumbing is just amazing. Are, are you sure it's not wizards doing? It's not. I, it, it was at one point. Um, some wizard figured it out. But now, honestly, we have some people from the hammer level who do a lot of the actual work itself after it's been, after it was designed by wizards. So they, they come in that and... You know, they'll fix the, the piping and whatever else they need to. Um, you know, wizards still do some of the more intricate work that they have to design, but it's sure. it's mainly done by those laborers. That's that's amazing. I my hat's off to them. That's fantastic. But um anyway, uh did he did Mar did Magnar fill you in that, that we all have to go? And Magnar's not looking at Zalara. He's just, just trying not to not to do anything really, but just focus on Ilva and playing with well, her and and, and Vodhava as you say that Zalara Vodhava you know looks over her shoulder toward Magnar also expecting him to say something like indicating and you see that he's not responding at all uh, uh Magnar did hmm. did you tell her uh I did 
as much as as much as I could. Yes. Okay. So uh, when are we leaving then? Do you know? Do we need to stay a couple days or? I don't know when you're leaving. What do you mean and when? He's still, he's still not I'm, looking at her. So. What, what 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 do you mean when when I'm leaving? Are well, you oh and gosh, Margraine and Hibonite. You uh, what, uh, you're staying here. You're staying with this wretched family. I mean, not you, Vodhava. Your mother's a bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Magnar smiles. And yeah, Vodhava just kind of nods her head and is like, yeah. I, I, I don't know what else I can do. But you... I think I need to go find find Margraine and, and, and Hibonite. And uh, I'll be back. And then she's just going to leave and go to the Abernathy stable, hoping that that's where they are. And... Uh, Magnar, as you watch her leave, you look at Ilva's bright blue eyes, hold her against your chest, and it's a great feeling like you've never felt before as she coos, looks up at you. And of course, watching Zalara leave hurts as well. So, you arrive at Abernathy's. You'll notice that the shop out front is closed. Sure. Um, I assume the doors, is it unlocked or do I see people around? Um, it's not unlocked. It is definitely locked, but you see lights, you know, candlelight inside. I knock on the door. All right. And Narl answers. Narl, oh. uh, are, are Margarine or, uh, Hibonite inside? Yes, yes, they're, they're inside. We're all, uh, Ildi is, I, I guess you were there, you know, um, but she's recovering. It, oh, and good. so we're all. Oh, good. I, I, I need to talk to them right now. Uh, yes, come in. Okay, so I walk in. Are they like in the room or do I need to go find them? Uh, he leads you to where they're at. They're all sitting out actually on the floor of the warehouse. Excellent. And uh, yeah, they've got... Uh, uh, Margarine, Hibonite, uh, I... Magnar thinks we're going to leave without him. He thinks he's going to stay. I mean, it is his choice. Though. He does have a family to think about. I don't want him to stay, but it is... But after all we just heard from Abernathy, like the four of us together, we have to be together. We can't just I, leave him with that wretched woman of a mother. Not Vodhava. The other chick. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I understand that, but can't force him to do something he doesn't want to. But we... Can't we go talk to him at least? I, oh, I suck at this. talk to him. It's just you're emotional and Margraine's <laughs> emotional. So you go talk to him. Are you not emotional right now? I'm always emotional. I just try and control it. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you sit down, have a drink, let but him sleep up, let the night, let the night go past, and we talk to him in the morning when everyone has clear, clearer heads. Yeah, he might feel different in the morning. You know, last, <sighs> last time he didn't end up going either, so. But they stayed with us. We're not taking them with us this time, right? No, we're not taking them with us this time. I don't want to subject a baby to that. No. I, I mean, and, I wouldn't let the baby come with. If Vodhava wanted to, that'd be different. But and and you know, Magnar, he can't he can't leave them here. Look what Madame Granite just did to my family. <sighs> but but you're my family now. That it doesn't change, Zalara. You you see all these people here in this room. You know, this is all my family. That's true. You no, know, be- before some of them I hadn't seen in years. Look at us, you know? It's all the same just when we get right back, you know? Just because Magnar's not going to be with us doesn't mean he's not with us, if you get what I mean. (laughs) 
Fair. I guess. Ugh. Come okay, on, let's just so, have a nice dinner as fam. All right. So, um, now there's no way that um, Ildi's going to want to go out. So, no. Finger guys, party no. to her. <laughs> no. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, party to her. Take okay. out Chinese food in, in I mean, a warehouse. We, we, we don't have any money on us anymore. Uh, well, my, my family are merchants. They've got to have other money, so it's fine. I'm sure they do. Yep. Oh, they do. Yeah. I mean, they they come back with enough food and booze that they spent money like people who are wealthy enough not to really think about money as anything of value, just as a tool. So um, they uh, you guys spend the night drinking, making merry, telling stories. Is there anything you guys want to ask specifically, talk about? Abernathy does not join you very visibly. Uh, everybody acts like that's normal, but he's up in his room still. Sure. Um, um, I'm going to spend at least my time treating Hibonite and Zalara like family with the rest of my family. Because that's, that's what's needed right now, family. And Magnar can be with his family, and that will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will try to believe that. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. I would like to talk to Margraine's brothers and sisters and see if they have any fun stories of Margraine when he was younger. And they tell you a lot of stories that uh, everybody but Margraine thinks is fun or normally would, but he's uh, obviously in a mood where it's it's, it's funny now. Um, you know, you get things about, um, you know, he was got into a fight um, and ended up getting his clothes taken off and then, um, you know, and beaten fairly badly. So he found the bullies but never stopped to get his clothes and put any back on and beat them all with a hammer <laughs> <laughs> so they so. found him just naked beating the crap out of some people yeah nice They're like oh it was it was hilarious his little hairless schmeckle flapping in the weeds <laughs> with every blow of the hammer <laughs> typical margaret <laughs> and right and that- uh, yeah, like oh, remember the time that? Uh, oh, not the time. It was it was most of our youth. Remember, he used to sit in a dark room and just try and see things for hours. <laughs> We'd come in and mess with him. It was hilarious. We'd move stuff around. Can you see it now? Can you see it now? He never could. I've got bad eyes, you know. <laughs> Plenty of humans we know wear glasses because they can't see two feet in front of their face. You know, bad eyes. I suppose right. some dwarves might have defective eyes. Uh, thanks. That makes that that's a great way of putting it. Uh, follow up question to that: uh, Has his vision improved recently? <laughs> nope. No. Okay. No. Nope. Just wondering, since he's growing a beard and all that. All right. So, um, if nothing else happens, you guys just camp in there for the night. Yeah. Yep. All right. And um, Margraine, as you sleep during the night, you dream of Ildi's death again and again and then you hear Lenore's voice and you see the damage that you caused the, the the wizard out there in the alley and you hear her say you almost had him reforged you need to make sure you reforge someone tomorrow to not reforge someone in this long is a betrayal if you love me you will find somebody and you will reforge them oh dang <laughs> okay <laughs> other than that you guys sleep great um, Magnar has a, a great night at home or at Vodhava's home. Um, she gets a little drunk with you and tells you stories of her past and her youth and, uh, tells you about what a bitch her mom is and you share some, st- 
And she tries to get you to tell some stories that are short when you tell them. (laughs) (laughs) But you do feel a connection with her, if nothing else, because of Ilva there. And you're not sure if it's the right thing until you set Ilva down for the bed at night. And as you leave the room, you shut the door and you realize at that moment, even though she's just 20 feet away, how much you miss your daughter. (sighs) So the next day... Back at Abernathy's, you guys all wake up, and what do you do? Uh, so who so, wants to go to the college? <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose. We probably should. Well, I think we need to talk to Magna, right? I mean, we do, but it's going to be weird and awkward, so uh-huh. delay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's every and, conversation with Magna ever. And... Thanks, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> it's always kind of short and awkward. It's just who he is. It's fair, but still. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> deep. It does. I'm pretty sure the college would be on the way anyway, so let's try and pick up some books or something on the way. Um, I I kind of need some time to think. You know, a lot happened yesterday. Um, you know, I'm no good with books anyway. I mean, don't leave you just to you know settle with your own thoughts. Oh, well, that had no. no effect that had on you before. <laughs> Before you became Reforger. I, no, I'm okay. You know, I'm stronger now. You know. Do you need uh-huh. to go find a um, palace? Uh, not a palace, a temple of Elitus, or does well, that exist there, here? There, there aren't any in this city. Uh, Vodhava oh. told us when we came in. Oh, that's right. Last that's time, right. there was uh, the three other ones. But would there uh, be a, a different temple you could go to? No, it, it, it's okay. He's 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 always with me. I'll put my kind of hand on my armor and stuff. You know, I I just need some time to think. You know, a lot's happened over, you know, the last day, and I need to think about it. Uh, I'll, I'll be okay. It. You but just want to stay here? I'd rather if you was... weren't on your own, to be honest. You know, a lot, like you said, a lot's happened recently. What, what if Zalara stays with you, and I go to the college, and then to talk to Magna? Okay, okay. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. Um, yeah. hey, Zalara's so... standpoint, yes, yeah, she will absolutely do that. Kim's standpoint, why are we splitting the party even more? Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh-huh. Well, well uh, you know why we're splitting the party more. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. I mean, oh, I've pissed off a lot of people, but, you know, how long does invisibility last again? <laughs> so, yeah, and then uh, Margarine's gonna gonna take off. So I'm gonna go for a walk, Solara. Oh, uh, you want me to come with you? you're gonna join me. Yeah, well, that was the deal, right? Yeah. You come with me? Yes. Okay. So, um, he's gonna kind of, you know, tell his family that he'll be back and stuff and, and that sort of thing. And he's gonna walk out onto the street with Zalara. Uh, we're, we're gonna walk away a little bit. And, um, so, so Zalara, um, you know, I kind of just need to get my mind off of things. Um, I was thinking about that, you know, the other day we heard about that place with the owl bears. Oh, that's right. Those owl bears, they need to be freed. Yeah, I was thinking we could go check that out. I know the other two didn't want to go, but... Damn it, Margaret. Yes. <laughs> we... Yes, let's go check those out. Maybe they're okay. Maybe... Yeah, you know? Maybe they're treating him okay? I, I would hope so, you know? Um, I... But we both know that's not the case since they actively fight them. Yeah. That so. can't be good. Yeah. So, so let's go check that out, huh? Sure. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Okay. 
Yeah, we'll go uh we'll go find us some owlbears, Alex. Okay. <laughs> so you guys head down to the bog level and uh Hibonite, you are heading to the university. I'm heading towards right? the university staying in as public places as possible. Okay. Um so you head to the university and um and you do find it as the uh waiter told you. It is a large, large building, um, seven spires, and you realize it's because there were, um, you know, different buildings that have kind of been built together to make one large one. Um, there are, there's, there's a main entrance, obviously, up front. You do see people of, people who look like they're practicing uh, magicians. You see some people who just kind of look like um, you know, young nobles or young merchants. Um, they're just, it basically kind of looks like a, a university would, um, but definitely more young people than not. Um, you do make your way to the front and, you, you know, there are people out front. What would you like to do? Um, is that like a reception area? Yes. Yep. Uh, I'll go towards the reception sort of person. And ask for the directions to the library. Okay. And so the um, half-elf lady back there says, Oh, which library? For which college? Um, let's start for history. Oh, yes. That'll be in the political arts building, though. If you are looking for history with a little more focus on the magical arts, that would be over in the magics building and um, this wing. So she shows you exactly could, which could way to go. Could you give me directions to all the libraries and what they're about? And corners to each other and directions, just so I can just make a loop. Sure. Um, this is where the arts would be. Here's where uh, the Bard's College is, and that's usually um, a lot of poetry, music, that sort of thing. Though there is some history in there, but it is a little bit more lore-focused um, than what you would find from more of the dry, straight histories of the academic ilk you'll find in the political affairs and the, the magic wing. Great. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. I'll start going off to the library. Okay, uh, what are you looking for specifically? Uh, right, I'm looking for anything to do with the Devil's Claw, stuff to do with uh, plane and plane your travel. I'm looking for um, stuff about dragons, different rooms. There's a long list. Okay, so um, where would you start? Where do you think you would start for that? Um, I think initial start would be the Devil's Claw and the history of the Devil's Claw and like the lore of the area. Okay, so would you go to the Bard's College for that first, or do you think the political affairs or magic? I'd say probably the political affairs, then the okay. Bards. Okay, um, go ahead, and how much time are you willing to spend in each place? Uh, as much as required. Give me an investigation roll. <laughs> I need to get trained in that. That is a... That's a 21. Okay. So, um, as you start going through the political affairs um, building and the library, you do find quite a bit on, um, actually, a, a book by Nix Searsale, who obviously you know quite well, um, that is about... Uh, pre-unification Thalmer, and it does have a little bit about the Devil's Claw. Um, it, she makes it very clear that what she's writing is more of the lore basis, but um, she's getting, uh, she lets you know what people have reported at that time, and uh, it, it was claimed to be haunted. Um, it was already abandoned at that point, so it's not, um, it, you know, you don't really get much more out of it other than it was clearly a prison. They could tell from what was inside, but it's not exactly, there's not a lot of other information about it. The way she writes about it, it sounds like the, the building itself is 
extremely decrepit. Um, she says only one finger of the claw still stands as far as she knows when she went out to visit it. <laughs> All right, so we will cut to Margraine and Zlar. You guys make your way down to the bog. Mm-hmm. And it's called yep. the bog for a reason. Um, you'll notice that it is slightly lower than the uh, moat outside. And water seems to come through the wall a little bit. So you're actually stepping in mud pretty much constantly. Mm-hmm. People around here are much more goblins, uh, kobolds. You do see other races, um, which you would consider more standard races. They are um, there, but obviously very poor people. Um, it smells terribly. And you're sure from the smell that they don't have the running water set up here. A lot of people mm-hmm. seem to live in tents or sleep on the ground itself. Um, oh, man. What are this, you doing? This place is disgusting. Yeah, it's it's far less than savory. Ugh. I'd rather young, sleep uh, in the woods. A goblin comes up to you. Um, he's got a bunch of scratches on his face. Uh, his right eye is completely milky white as though it's, it's dead. And says... Can you, can you give a poor goblin just three silver for a sandwich? I literally have no money. <laughs> I have three silver. I will give him three silver. Oh, um, Theos bless you, yeah. sir. Theos bless you. You're welcome. Um, so can you give me some some information? I'm I'm new to town. You know, I mm. I heard this is where you can come to have a little bit of fun. Oh yes, yes. There's definitely fun here to be had. And what 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 would you like as far as fun? There's there, there's the the cutter's hole, and and you can get some grog there. That's only um, one copper. Um, um, if you want to know your future, you can speak with the rat queen, of course. There's uh-huh. Rex's who honey extravaganza, and um, and of course, me as brothel. <laughs> I, I I see, and 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 you can see, you know, what kind of what 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 kind of thing I do, you know, anything for a man like me, you know. <laughs> Do you want to pray or do you want to kill someone? A uh, little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, I guess. I don't know. Rax's uh, no, who honey no. would be the best then. <laughs> who honey? No, I, that was a joke. That was a joke. Uh, but, uh, no, um, well, I, I heard there was fighting some owlbears, yes? The who honey? Yes, that is correct. Okay, excellent. Thank you. You'd be very helpful. Ah, yeah, I'll, I'll leave him be. Well, uh, if he can give us directions, we'll go towards the who honey. He does. Okay. Um, you make your way out there. You see it, it's a large enclosure. Um, put together still fairly poorly, but one of the better buildings in this area. So, uh, in in my pack, I still have like you know some of those cold weather like cloak and stuff from when we went up into the mountains. How much of my armor would that cover? Um, like, I mean, it it would if you're wearing if you're wearing that, it would be a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll put I'll put that on in the streets. You know, I think I stick out like a sore thumb. So. Okay. I'm just gonna yeah. follow Margraine's suit and put on a. A cloak as well because I figure he's probably just trying to hide because we're down in the like the scum lands basically yeah so the, the mud cakes up to your cloak uh, both your cloak making it heavy and your clothes become ruined very quickly your purple dress is not so great looking right now uh, you make your way to Rax, Rax's and you see a orc standing guard at the door what can I do for you I, I, I heard this was a place to come have some fun yes Yes. So, can I come in and have some fun? Yes. Can I Thank join you? him? Yes. Five <laughs> copper. Oh, uh, no. I'll, I'll throw him over. Ten copper. Have a blessed day. You too. 
Yeah, we'll go in. You go in, and there's an arena um, kind of style seating. It's, it's made out of planks of wood, and there is a cage down below. People are fighting, and um, people are fighting a, an owlbear. You see an orc there. He is now armless as an owlbear dives on him, and with its giant beak, bites into his head, popping it like an overfilled zip. That is an impressive owlbear. Cheering. I think we uh, found the place we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. That Alvar at least appears to be healthy. Uh, I I, w- I would say that there would be rather high turnover, right, if they died too often. True. Yeah. I wonder how uh, many they have, though. They have to have a few, at least. Yeah, I would say so. Do you think they know. have an enclosure nearby? If I look around, can I see, like, is there a cage with more just hanging out or is that hidden from me um just the one that you you that's in the ring right now you do notice there is a large over uh, covered tunnel that leads out you can assume that's where the owlbears go in and maybe back to a um, enclosure where they keep others is what you're gonna assume okay. from that well there's there's probably more owlbears through the tunnel i wonder yeah if it's probably guarded well we don't know until we look right it's true so so you want to free the owlbears well yeah i thought that's why we came well, I wanted to make sure that they were okay, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, we could free some owlbears. That sounds like, like a good idea. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So, I, I'm not the sneaky one, obviously. So, you, you tell me what we're doing, and I'll follow you. We'll free some owlbears. Okay, can you lay out the arena more in depth <laughs> so I know where to go? <laughs> okay, so the arena itself is... Uh, it, it's a large, like multi-sided kind of um, I guess we could say octagon sort of like UFC sort of okay. arena it's raised a little bit off the ground okay. um, on maybe wooden planks maybe 4 or 5 feet or just like just up off yeah, the mud no 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 like yeah, probably about 4 feet okay There's, and um, there is a metal cage around it okay um, it very made of um, so it's made of some kind of razor wire, you see. So if people get smashed into it, obviously it's there to get them off. Okay. Um, of the razor wire. Right. Not just in general. And then it um, it connects to the tunnel I spoke about where it looks like the owlbears go out. So now, is it that, like a, a razor wire tunnel all the way through then with like a, a door? The, the tunnel itself is over is closed. You're not sure. Um, it looks like there's a door that opens up the, the uh, like a gate to that tunnel. It's from directly um, from the arena where they're currently fighting. It's into correct, that tunnel. Correct. Yep. Okay. And then I assume there's like a door on the other side where the the fighter. You'd who's... assume, but you. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a, there's that that's open. There's a steer, uh, step that goes right up to it. No problem at all. And I assume they get locked in with the owlbear once the fight starts. Yep. Okay. Well, okay. We would need to get into that tunnel somehow, but it looks like you can only get to it through the cage. Um. I could do that. You can get in right? the cage. Yeah, we can sign me up. I'll go in with the owlbear and try and get to the cage. You you want to fight an owlbear single-handed? Well, hopefully with both hands. <laughs> and with that, we'll cut to <laughs> Hibonite. Um, you just left the political affairs building um, and our library. And so where would you go to next? The bards uh, or the wizards? For the devil's claw stuff, I would go mm-hmm. to the bards next to look for more information on the creatures in the area and the lore of the claw. Okay. So, um, you do go to the bards area. Um, you do notice that there are, um, in the, in the bards area, there are mainly people who are 
playing their instruments a little bit, um, you know, flirting with people of both the same and opposite gender in there. Um, the only person you notice in there who's actually reading, you do see a um, wizard standing there reading some lore himself. Other than that, um, and you're looking for Devil's Claw information? Yeah, Devil's Claw in the area around it. Okay, and are you? what else were you looking for? Because you might just stumble across things otherwise. Um, so, playing your playing the travel mm -hmm. and um for this area it would also be uh the children of dirt okay it'll give me an investigation roll yeah uh, 13 okay so as you're looking around you don't see too much you just you're not sure you know these people are artists they're not scientists in any way um so their attention to detail might not be so great um give me and, and so their numerical system and how they have things set up doesn't make a lot of sense to you. Okay. Um, you feel like maybe you could ask the wizard who's reading there. He seems to know his way around and he could help you out. I, I'll go up to the wizard then. Just remember, these books seem to be in a really unorganized manner. The, the, the numerical system these guys are using, it's like doesn't follow any level of logic whatsoever. Oh, no, no, no. No, it does not at all. Um, what are you looking for? So, I'm looking for information on the Devil's Claw, the area around it, you know, plane of travel, local people that could be in the area. There's a, there's a group I've heard of that could be in that vicinity. It's uh, Children of Dirt. You may have read up on them. Children of Dirt. Um, I do not believe I read anything like that. Uh, yeah, I, I am sorry, my friend. I wish I could help you, but as you say, they do not make much sense when they categorize these books. Cass, what you're reading? Oh, what I am reading? Um, you know, I just wanted to see what people thought about lions here. And apparently lions do not do well in this cold climate. Not surprising, but there you have it. I don't think I've ever seen or heard of a lion before. A lion? It's like a giant house cat. Though it will bite your head off if you are not careful. I will avoid them. I'm not a fan of big cats. I would definitely advise against going up to it one-on-one. -on -one. So, these things you say, Giant's Claw, was it? What is that? It sounds interesting. It, from what I understand, it's a location out in the Western Wildland. But we, hmm. I may be looking at an expedition to that area in the near future, so I thought I'd best read up. An expedition, you say? Uh, what, what kind of expedition? Is there some gold out there? Is there some monsters that need killing? Um, let's go with monsters at the minute. That's probably the best description. I mean, imagine hmm. the worst thing you've ever seen. I've seen a lot of bad things. Times it by a greater pit demon, and you're roughly in the right ballpark. Hmm, that does sound bad, but I, I, no, it's been my experience that those who can talk with each other are the worst monsters around. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I'd rather fight this creature than po uh, sit in politics. Oh yes, yes. Uh, these these political they are they are far more nefarious than any sort of demon I have come across. Although, I do not know if I've come across many demons. Okay, so we cut back to Rax's Who, honey, and you see a large um, 
orc standing there. He has only one tusk and one eye on the left side of his face. When um, it was, it, it looks like some claws have scraped it down a bit. This is Rax. He says, All right, we now are doing doubles. So, her and he are fighting two owlbears. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's do get it. Get ready. Get set. <gasps> Fight. Okay, so go ahead and give me initiative. Ooh. Uh, uh, that's a nat 20 on my initiative. That's an 11 for me. Margraine's hungering to get after them. No, not at all. <laughs> I won't accidentally kill an owlbear. It's in self-defense at this point. We're just trying to save them. It's okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Margraine, you are the first there. Um, you can, Zlara, you'll be able to get anywhere you want in the ring within one uh, turn, no problem. Uh, Margraine, for you to get across the whole ring will take basically two, it'll take a dash. Um, okay. So it's 50 feet across? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so I can get maybe to the bears in one movement? Sure. N- yeah? Okay. Um, I'm going to run at the bears. Okay. One of the bears. I'm going to cast Hex on it. Okay. Um, I'm going to hit the bear because I, right. I need to get this bear's attention, obviously. Right. Um, so I'm going to hit the bear. All right. So I'm going to use my uh, green flame blade. Oh, and I'm going to give it a disadvantage on strength because this is the actual spell Hex. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to swing. Does an 18 hit the owlbear? 18 does hit. Okay. For 12 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Plus six fire damage. Um, plus hex damage, which is four. <laughs> um, and and is the other bear within five feet of it? Okay. So that was a total of how much? Uh, uh-huh. 12, 16, 20. 20. Okay. For that first hit. Um, and then I'm going to hit it again. Will that be 22? 12, 6, and 4. Uh, yep. Is it? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. 22. Uh, 22. And then I'm going to swing at it again. Okay. Uh, does a critical hit it? Yes, it does. <laughs> um, for 12 bludgeoning damage plus 7 bludgeoning damage on top of that. Plus it gets the hex again because I'm doing damage to it. So that's... For 3. 19... So, uh, yeah. Okay. So 22. 22. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's Mar- Margarine done. Yep. Okay. And that was all yep. on the same owlbear, correct? Yep, one owlbear. Yep. Okay. Your turn, Zalara. All right. You just saw Margraine come up and pummel the shit out of one of these owlbears. <laughs> Margraine, I thought we were trying to save them. I need to keep them off of you if you're going to do your thing. Okay. And I'll just go to the door on the other side. And um, is it locked, I assume? The owlbear entrance? Yeah. Yeah, it seems to be barred from the other side. Oh, barred from the other side. Um, well, thieves' tools aren't gonna get rid of a bar that's on the other side. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I uh, I guess I don't have a lot of option, and I'm gonna have to go after an owlbear. <laughs> or I uh, yeah, I don't have any way to be nice to them. Make them okay, so go down. since you've crossed the entire ring, that is 50 feet of movement. Um, I know, but I have a short bow. So. Okay, that's. I was just saying you can't. I know. Melee. You know. I'll shut up. All right. Eh, it's all good. <laughs> I appreciate the clarity. Um, okay, so since I have now gotten to the other side of the arena, I can't get in the door. I'm just going to aim at it with my short bow for 14. Hits. And Which one are you? The one that uh, Margraine's already beaten up on or the other? Uh, I really don't want to kill one, but if we can't get through, 
I, I want to be close enough to Margarine to whisper to him so I'm not like shouting out to everybody around that we're trying to get in. No, not at all. So you guys met in the middle, so so it's like 25 feet away. I'm. I'll try to more. take down the one that he's been wailing on. Then I guess. Okay, great. <laughs> so I feel terrible. That's eight piercings. So you shoot you shoot it in the back and it screams this loud mix of a growl and a who. And then, um, do you get to go again? I think you get to go again. Right? Yeah, I do. Go for it. For 24. All right. and <laughs> Another eight with piercing. That, with that eight piercing damage, that bear, you shoot it through the back of its head, hitting it right at the brainstem, and it drops. Margraine, in your head, you hear Lenore yell, No, it was so close. Reforge the other one. Reforge the other one. Uh, okay. Um, it's the Albert's turns, I'm guessing. Let's call the episode there. Oh. <laughs> Damn it, Margraine! What are you doing to me? Thanks for listening to episode 48 of Beholder's Eye. Lions, no tigers, some owlbears. Oh my. I hope you guys had a great time listening to this episode. I know we had a lot of fun making it. It'll be very interesting to see where Garen goes and where Ben takes him. So stick around for that. I am excited to see what happens. If you enjoy what we do, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever podcast app you use. It helps us out a lot. If you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on the air. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at Beholder's iPod, and our website is beholderseyecast.com. You can follow Ryan, who plays Hibonite, at DuffDuffTheThird. Ben, who plays Garen, at Miro4D2. Kim, who plays Zalara, at MetsGirl. And Sam, who plays Margraine, at Samsalot007. Editing performed by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. All music by Incompetech. Teller of Tales, Immersed, Water Lily, Folk Round, Disconcerned, Touching Moments, One, Pulse, Plaint, Sky Cullen, Crowd Hammer, Moonlight Hall, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Journey Begins by Kevin McLeod, Incompetech.com. License under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 Licenses. CreativeCommons.org, forward slash licenses, forward slash by, forward slash 3.0, forward slash. All sound effects by Zafsplat.com. Please check the show notes for further details. <laughs> <laughs>